On December 15th, a rally was held at the New York State Legislature. As the 2024 legislative session approaches, lawmakers and advocates are naming sentencing reform as a top priority. 100,000 children in the state of New York have an incarcerated parent. 75% of incarcerated women are mothers. I'm sure for everyone in this room that paints a grisly picture of the reality of our carceral system in New York City. This harm is intergenerational. It's not a one-stop shop where only the parent receives the effects of incarceration. This trickles down to their loved ones and presents a myriad of adverse childhood experiences that ultimately raises the odds of a child integrating with the prison system themselves when they're an adult. The system creates neither safety nor justice. It's solely for retribution. Instead, these laws have driven mass incarceration and decimated communities across New York State. But now, today, is the time for change. Now is the time to honor and reunite families. We're calling for the passage of three critical bills, the Second Look Act, the Earn Time Act, and the Eliminate Mandatory Minimums Act. I want to highlight one quick story of thousands for you to illustrate why we need these laws passed now, right now. Because of mandatory minimums, there is someone incarcerated in New York State serving a 16-year-to-life sentence for stealing a package out of a building lobby. This reform is common sense. There is, under no circumstances, anyone should be facing life in prison simply for stealing a package. This, that is why we need the Second Look Act. The Second Look Act will address decades of excessive sentencing and allow judges to review and reconsider sentences. It is why we need to finally eliminate mandatory minimums. Mandatory minimums have decimated black and brown communities across the state of New York. It has led to mass incarceration and has funneled the prison pipeline, crushing our communities. Prosecutors cannot hold all the cards, and judges can consider the individual facts in a case before sentencing them to a mandatory minimum. It is why we need the Earn Time Act, so that our system is not just about warehousing people for as long as we possibly can but about rehabilitation and restoring people to their families and communities. Community, not ages. My name is John Mono, and I'm very proud to be here. For those of you who don't know, I come to you with the perspective of somebody who has committed a horrible crime. I've also been the victim of a horrible crime. So I know what it's like to be both defendant and victim in the courtroom. And I can tell you today that the district attorneys and everybody, they don't really care about either side. They claim that they're representing the people. And yet I can tell you from my point of view as a victim, so I say that because I'm saying, where should we be putting our money? Where should we be investing? Because right now, the way that the system is set up, they want to put people away and they don't care about any type of rehabilitation, whether it's of the defendant or the victim. They're not interested in that. I am, and so is everybody else here. Because we know that we can prevent most of the crimes that are happening. Because you're either anti-crime or you're pro-punishment, because they are a different thing. Pro-punishment believes in mandatory minimum sentences, the death penalty, and even longer sentences for everybody. But those don't actually prevent crimes, because they're not about preventing crimes. They're about the prison industrial complex. They're about making money off of the people that they incarcerate. And it's definitely not about helping out the victims. We don't see that time and time again. So we have to realize 
investing in the communities, making sure that we have more affordable housing, that we have um, jobs with livable wages. And when we are talking about people who do slip through the cracks and do commit crimes, can we please rehabilitate them? Can we spend the time and money on getting them back on track so when they come home, they are able to reintegrate successfully? We want safer communities, and we believe that those who have been incarcerated for far too long can come home and can be rehabilitated and can be successful. And I say that even for the man who attacked me, who tried to end my life, who left me permanently disabled, my hands no longer work, I want him to be rehabilitated. We need to make sure that our legislators know that we the people want the money to be invested in us. Core values to be impressed upon the system and upon rehabilitation and making sure that we can have more families reunited today. As a state, New York absolutely has to stop investing in retribution. There's no reason that entire economies in counties throughout New York State should be reliant on black and brown bodies filling the prison system. We believe in the human capacity to change, wherein those who have been in conflict with the law can turn things around and lead lives of responsibility and contribution. My name is Matthew Shapiro. I'm the Senior Director of Government Affairs for NAMI New York State, the National Alliance on Mental Illness. Uh, it's such an honor to be here today to represent the families that have been impacted by uh, incarceration. Uh, something that gets overlooked often in this space is that two-thirds of the incarcerated New Yorkers have either a mental illness, a developmental disability, or a substance use issue. These people need care. They don't need punishment. They need community, they don't need cages. And I want to thank our legislative champions who are fighting here in Albany for true justice and to reform archaic and draconian laws that keep too many of our brothers and sisters locked up. They need a second chance. Too many people, especially in black and brown communities, don't have access to mental health services. They don't have access to addiction services. They don't get the support they need to deal with the racism and the systemic issues that plague these communities and get people diverted towards care and recovery and not towards punishment. It's absolutely crucial that we re-examine these archaic laws that keep too many New Yorkers who need care and support that give them punishment in cages. We really must pass the second act look, the Earn Time Act, and the eliminate mandatory minimums. For true justice, as there are, this is common sense issues. It's time to get people the support they need so they can live in the community and they can thrive and not be locked up like animals. So again, it's absolutely imperative that we advance these three legislative measures and get people back into the community, back into care where they belong with their families. Community, not ages. My name is Lukey Forbes, and I'm not just the executive director of We Are Revolutionary, but I'm someone who has lived through and understands the deep flaws of our criminal justice system. I was incarcerated at the age of 15 years old. I have firsthand experience of how our system that often prioritizes punishment over rehabilitation, a system that perpetuates a cycle of violence, oppression, and adversity in our community continues to go on. Our organization, We Are Revolutionary, is committed towards addressing these underlying causes of adverse childhood experiences and systematic violence and that plagues our society and our communities. 
We aim to repair and uplift and equip them with the knowledge necessary to engage in these same processes that really help drive positive change. My desire itself was born from the experiences that I personally went through and not wanting other people to experience that same thing. Right now we're here to talk about a crucial issue at the heart of mass incarceration and some solutions that can really help solve it. Community Not Cages, a group of bills to help fix three major gaps within our justice system, like mandatory minimum sentences, a policy that strips judges of their discretion and drives disappropriation of power to the prosecutors. The Eliminate Mandatory Minimum Act, a legislation that we, we aim to dismantle these unfair sentencing laws, including New York State two and three strike laws. This acts as a step towards righting the wrongs of Rockefeller drug era. Another transformative piece of legislation is the Second Look Act. This act allows judges to review and reconsider sentences recognizing the potential for people to grow, change as an individual because we believe that it will rehabilitate. Lastly, the Earn Time Act aims to strengthen good time and maritime laws, encouraging personal transformation and returning to family. It's about acknowledging that people can and do change and that our system should support and reward growth. The cost of mass incarceration in New York is not just a financial one where we spend nearly $70,000 annually per incarcerated individual, um, um, amounting to $3 billion a year. It is a cost that measures in human lives as well. This impact is not just on individuals, but on their families and future generations. The legislation we support eliminating Mandatory Minimum Act, the Second Look Act, and the Earn Time Act are not just bills. They are beacons of hopes, pathways, and more than just humane society. We stand here today united in our belief that change is possible and committed to fighting for our future where our justice system uplifts rather than oppresses, rehabilitation rather than punishment unites families rather than tear them apart. Thank you. This is Andrea Kunla for the Hudson Mohawk Magazine reporting from the New York State Capitol.